I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Welcome to the Bosspreneur Podcast, Becoming More. I'm your host, Becky A. Davis. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want to make a bigger impact with your product, your service, or your message. So each week, I'll pull the curtain back and go inside and share about money, mindset, and marketing ideas and strategies to help you become more. So let's jump in. Today's episode is called Never Give Up. So first of all, I looked at my life as a whole. And so I kind of put a timeline together thinking about situations and circumstances that has happened throughout my entire life. And as I put this timeline together and started to look at a lot of the situations and circumstances, and um, it started to reveal a picture to me that I had never really thought about until I really, I put this timeline together. And so In the timeline, it basically kind of helped me to see more of who I was. Let me put it like that, more of who I was and um, based on some of the things that I have gone through. So let me just share a couple of the stories with you. In the eighth grade, when um, I grew up born and raised in Dallas, Texas, went to a predominantly black school, lived in a predominantly black neighborhood, went to a predominantly black church. And in the eighth grade, my mother moved us away to uh, a smaller town about four hours outside of Dallas. So 3000 people in the entire city in the town. And um, so a lot smaller school and I moved to a predominantly white school and a predominantly white community. So there was some, as an eighth grader, there was some shock factor going on there. But I had been a straight A student my entire life. And listen, I'm a middle child and you know, the middle child, we, we want to make sure that we are recognized and noticed. And one of the things that, you know, helped me to be recognized and noticed was my grades. I was a straight A student and I was the only one in the family that was a straight A student. So that was my crown and glory. And when I went to the eighth grade and went to a different school, I Got my first report card. And when I got the report card, I went home. I was crying. I was upset because it was the first time I had ever seen a C on my report card. And I told my mom something must be wrong. And she was like, well, we'll set up and go to see the principal. So we went to see uh, to the principal's office. And um, he said that, um, you know, those were the grades that I had earned and that the school was a lot different than the school that I went to in Dallas and that the curriculum is a must much harder and tougher curriculum. And we want to prepare our kids and our, our students for college. College, so the curriculum is based on helping the kids get in college. And, you know, I remember uh, him looking at me and saying, you know, a C is not bad. It's still passing. Um, so you still pass. But why would you give me that that as a why would you say that that a C is still passing? Now, a lot of the um, African-Americans that are. Um, grew up there and went to school there. See what was like, as long as you make a C, you can pass. But I wasn't a C student. And so why would you group me and say, well, hey, it's passing. It's okay," as opposed to encouraging and challenging me. Um, But he didn't believe in me. 
and I knew he didn't um, believe in me. And then when I went to high school, I got to high school and um, some of you, I have shared this story before where um, I was in the drill team and uh, well, I tried out for drill team. I didn't make the drill team because our drill team director had never had an African-American on the drill team and she didn't want to start with me. And so she had took my name out of uh, the, off the list and to, until my mother became, you know, Inspector Colombo and started to investigate to find out that I had actually made the team and um, I got on the, the team and I, I, I didn't want to be on the team, but my mother was like, you need to be on the team. You have to open the door for the next person that the next black person or the next black girl that wants to get on this team, you have, you can open the door. So you need to be on the team to open that door. And, you know, it was, it was hard to swallow as a teenager, you know, 16 years old, not making, not being taken off of the team because of your color. And so I got on the team and I danced for a whole different reason. You know, I danced because it was bigger than me because that drill team director, she didn't believe in me. She didn't believe in me because of the color of my skin. And then as an adult in my late 20s, you know, I started working with this company in a, a leadership role. In a couple of years, I was I went from assistant manager to the general store manager and I had just gotten a new boss and I my store was struggling. It was the worst performing store in the market. I was struggling to to lead. I was struggling to get people to follow my direction. I was like, well, hey, I'm the boss. You should just do what I say. But psych, that's not how it happens. And so I was really struggling and my numbers were, um, were horrible. Out of 17 stores in our region, I was number 17. And I remember my boss saying to me that, you know, Becky, I, I'm, I'm just not sure if you're going to make it as a general manager. And, you know, I looked at him and said, why, why don't you think I'm, a, I'm going to make it? He said, you know, your store is really struggling right now. Our morale in the store was really bad and it was bad, but he, he didn't believe in me. And so when I just started to look at the timeline of situations and circumstances that happened in my life, here's what it taught me is that I never give up because in the eighth grade, when my eighth grade teacher told me that I was determined to show him that I believe in me. Um, I graduated in the top 20% of my graduating class. And it was like, no, uh, a C is not good enough for me. And so I graduated in the top 20% of my graduating class. And when I danced on the drill team, I knew that, you know, the drill team director didn't want me there. But when it was all said and done, I won more trophies and first place awards than anybody. Um, in the history of the dance group because I believed in Becky. And in corporate America, when I was struggling to figure it out and try to, um, you know, improve my results as a, uh, as a store general manager, I left the company as a regional vice president 
overseeing over 200 plus store responsible for over 100 million in revenue sales. And I exceeded the position and the role of my boss. And so when I looked at my timeline of experiences, what I learned is that all my life that I have been shaped to never give up. I have been shaped that if if you don't believe in me, I believe in me and I'll show you better than I can tell you. I, I realize that I am a fighter on the inside um, and I will fight for me. Um, I realize that you can't stop me if I believe in me. If I believe in myself, there is nothing you can do or say that's going to stop me. Um, I realize that I am so much stronger when others expect me to fail. I, I don't know why, but when others expect me to fail, okay, just wait and see is pretty much my my attitude. When you look at your life, when you um, go back and look at everything that's transpired, what does it reveal about you? What's the common denominator for you? For me, it's never give up. As an entrepreneur um, on this journey, it is not always easy, but I am not going to give up. Have there been times when I've thought about it? Yes. Have there been times when I wanted to because it was hard? Yes. But no, I'm not because I believe in me. And so that's your assignment. Create a timeline of your experiences, your life experiences. What experiences happen to you in your childhood? What experiences can you recall that were foundational and aha moments for you as a teenager? Same thing as an adult and see what is the common denominator. What have you been shaped for leading you up to the place you are right now? Because if you figure that out and you understand that, first of all, it just gave me this sense of strength and power to realize that I will not give up. And so it, it does that. And then it also needs to be a part of your brand story. That is something you need to share with your community, with your people, your ideal target market. They need to know that as a part of your brand story, that is something that you can share that other people might resonate with. They might see themselves in some of those areas that you share with them. So mine has been to never give up. What has your life experiences revealed about who you really are on the inside? And once you figure that out, I promise that will help you to become more. Have you joined our Facebook community, the Female CEO Headquarters? You need to join the Female CEO Headquarters. It is our Facebook group. If you start like an entrepreneur, we're going to teach you how to scale like a CEO. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Bosspreneur, B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R, and you'll learn more about the Bosspreneur Business Circle. I share training, workshops, speaking engagements, plus I'll share with you some videos and information to help you become more. You can go to the BossPreneurBusinessCircle.com. That's B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. BusinessCircle.com or BeckyADavis.com.